Welcome to another edition of Hashtag Finance. My name is Philip Shum. I'm the Director of Listings Development uh, at the CSE here in Toronto. Uh, we are here today with Alan from Globex Data. He's the founder and CEO. The company is listed on the CSE with the ticker symbol Swiss, S, which is S-W-I-S. Welcome. Thanks, Philip. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, we wanted to start off and uh, first of all say we're at, we are at the top of the CSE um, in the middle of the financial center in Toronto. Um, we are um, we do these series of podcasts, which is an opportunity for us to be able to meet with our issuers as well as other interesting uh, companies. So uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. I uh, wanted to get an idea from you in terms of like first and foremost, we're talking about cyber security today. But how did you, as an individual, get into this? Well, that's a great question, Philip. About twenty years ago, I started to get into the e-commerce space. And uh, through that venture, I realized that uh, the people processing the credit cards had, uh, had a business mm-hmm. that was recurring and it was transactional. So it was a fantastic business with no inventory or anything to have. And I got into the credit card processing business uh, after that. Now, during the 2008 financial crash, mm-hmm. where banks were shutting down credit to merchants, we ended up having almost no transaction, but we did have a good infrastructure of servers in Switzerland, and uh, we did uh, have the PCI DSS certification, which is payment card industry data security standard. It's a very high standard to make Mm -hmm. sure that you store your data properly, especially credit card. Which is essentially an industry standard. It's a total industry standard. And what happened is with that, we transformed our software and we spent a few million uh, dollars actually doing it. We developed a, a backup storage uh, software called Digital Safe, and today we expanded that into other things such as secure email, <laughs> secure chat, voice, and video. So, thus was born uh, the new Globex data in Switzerland. That was about uh, you know ten years ago or so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we started to come in Canada two years ago. Okay, so um, tell me about. A bit more about Globex data and what are some of the salient issues that you're trying to solve here? Well, Globex data is a cybersecurity and internet privacy solutions company. What we do is we, uh, to to put it simply, we do what Dropbox, uh, Gmail, and WhatsApp do uh, for businesses mostly and public entities, some individuals as well who are looking for a high degree of privacy and security. So we have three services to manage your document, mm-hmm. file share, backup. We have a secure email. So all your secure communication and secure document management is what we handle. Uh, all the data is stored in Switzerland only. Switzerland has the strictest data privacy laws in the world. And we have our proprietary technology with the addition of highest industry standard to encrypt uh, the information that you store with us. A big difference between us and all the other players is that we are not Mm -hmm. interested in your data. In other words, if you use one of the big brands out there, they are interested in your data because they do data analytics, artificial intelligence, data mining, and they make more money from your data then maybe the few bucks a month they're gonna charge you. Got it, yeah. So we have a more, you know how bankers have a fiduciary responsibility, at least in theory. We have what we call a a privacy fiduciary responsibility. We wanna make sure that our prime directive, your privacy is respected, and your data is as secure as it can be, the best possible job we can do for you. 
No, that's really good. I like it that, um, you know, uh, often I, as I'm surfing on the internet, I will see all sorts of different ads related to the things that I'm surfing for at a later stage. And uh, clearly that's what's happening here. The data is getting captured and they're repurposing that for advertising purposes. So it's it's double dipping really. And so that, it's nice that you're not doing that and you've created this, as you say, uh, fiduciary responsibility. You know what, the double dip for sure. And when you create data, when you move from point A to point B, or you recreate a new version of a document, you are basically creating new material for these companies. Data is the new uh, fossil fuel, it's the new oil. It's actually more valuable than oil today. Data surpassed the value of all the oil reserves in the world. And also data is the lifeblood of a business, so you can't do without it. Mm -hmm. What we make sure, the old pre-globalization, the Swiss banking rules was you had an account in Switzerland and it was private. Today the laws have changed. There's international exchange of finance, but in Switzerland the the privacy laws of data remain at a part of the constitution. We are the new bank vault for your data essentially. And when you do communication like email, chat, etc., we have our proprietary tech to make sure nobody can uh, spy on you and basically intrude, etc. So we really don't look at your data whatsoever. We get our monthly fee or yearly and of course I should mention that 99% of our clients come from partnerships. So we partner with big companies mm-hmm. and then they have their clientele that are looking for a security application, which now security is big business. I think in the next five years, uh, cybersecurity, about a trillion dollar US will be spent on cybersecurity services such as ours. So you'd be part of some large partner program from uh, some integrator and partner with them and that will open up doors to potentially thousands of new clients for you even hundreds of thousands for example we just uh, we did a two-year heavy workload with a company called america mobile okay Uh, it's traded on a new york exchange under amx (laughs) well you know how big they are it's an 80 billion dollar company and they have 400 million subscribers spread over all of latin america some in the u.s and in europe as well so we started in mexico we've had a few news releases on that i encourage our listeners to take a look at our profile and check the news. Mm -hmm. Essentially what we do is we provide a service. We have a team locally to train their salespeople and their channel, and they essentially bundle it with some of their product or they sell it as an add-on. You know, they have 76 million subscribers in Mexico alone. Mm -hmm. Another deal that we're doing is with a company in in, uh, South Asia that has 150 million subscribers. They may bundle, let's say, one of our services with their more premium services or business services and you know you could get like a million users paying you a few dollars a month and that's a recurring revenue business so that's our business model to go through partners that are big enough that have a need for that and have the clientele for it well that makes it a lot easier to uh, as opposed to trying to sell individually yes um so kind of taking a step to the side here um can you tell me a bit about maybe some of the larger issues around cybersecurity. And one of the things that I've been reading about is there's a lot of hacks that and, and data breaches that have occurred over the last little while. Maybe give me some of the ideas of, for some of our listeners, some of the larger ones that have occurred. Uh, and then maybe talk about where Switzerland is different and how you look to minimize those types of things. 
That's a great question. There has been, there is a hack every day or every week, but some of the big ones, I will relate to some of our Canadian listeners. Uh, Alberta Health Services um, was, I think 7,000 consumers were compromised because a doctor used Gmail to communicate with them. That's one. Mm. Uh, If I go to the big one, there was a Yahoo email compromise. I think close to a billion emails were compromised. Oh, wow. uh, 970 something million emails. You have the Equifax one, you have Capital One. That's one that's big. Capital One was compromised. Millions of users basically were compromised. Also lately, uh, for people like me who order <laughs> delivery services, DoorDash had about seven to nine million uh, people compromised. And something very close to home in Canada, Desjardins Securities, was hacked. I was actually uh, interviewed and I was part of a GE, uh, GE in French for French listeners, mm-hmm. a GE um, investigative reporting about Desjardins and TVA did a whole report on it, which I was one of the uh, main experts, let's say, on cybersecurity. This was an inside job. But every week you have that. So what's good about Switzerland? Well, the hackers typically go to the infrastructures. The infrastructures in North America and you know Mexico is the biggest targeted country in Latin America. The infrastructures are not as protected. And also I didn't know that. Yeah, machines go to where you have population because remember they make money on a per user basis. In Switzerland we're a small country. We have like 7-8 million people only. Half of them are farmers literally. So you have a population of 2 to 3 million active people. It's not a very uh, juicy target for Mm -hmm. hackers. That's one. The other thing is that our national phone company, Swisscom, which is quasi-government owned, has a a lot of infrastructure and protective shield to try to prevent a lot of these hacking. The other thing is, in the data center like where we are, you have all of the United Nations, most of the large banks, the World Health Organization, they are all in those data centers. So they spend a ton of money to make sure and uh, there's also regulation and Mm -hmm. procedures to make sure that they minimize that intrusion risk. We never say 100% in our business. So Switzerland is a better country by default for many reasons, including the ones I mentioned, to be less of a target to start. And then if I may, I'd like to say what we do that's different than let's say what's out there. Mm -hmm. The big issue is how come you hear about 20, 50, 100 million people being hacked all the time? Well, because all of the users are in one big database. When that database, which is, let's just call it a big room full of people, a banquet room, when that room is hacked and is like a virus, everybody gets annihilated at the same time because nobody's protected. We're Mm -hmm. all in those four walls. What we do, we have a virtual vault technology, which means that each of our users is segregated from another one. Imagine if you had triple protection around you, you know, massive walls and a moat around each of you to protect you against an invasion. Well, that's what we do in the virtual world. Now, that costs a lot more money. It takes 10, 20, 30 times more processing power. But that's why, remember what I was saying earlier, we make money from the fees that our users pay us, not from mining data. So if we were to be hacked, and I never like to say that because it's going to jinx me, so far we have never been successfully hacked in our lifetime. Uh, If we were successfully hacked, and let's say you get compromised, and Mm -hmm. I'm next to you in that big database, I wouldn't be compromised, number one. It would only be you, assuming that all the failover system would have failed. And even then, 
they would find nothing because your credentials to your valuable information to decrypt it is in a whole other database. We are the only people doing that. Got it. Uh, on that note, uh, hold that thought. We're just going to take uh, a, a little break for, uh, for our sponsors. Broadcasting from the heart of Toronto's financial district at the top of First Canadian Place, CSE TV is your trusted source for what's happening in capital markets. Our Hashtag Finance podcast series gets you exclusive long-form interview content with visionary entrepreneurs and CEOs of companies in the news. The CSE's On the Street segments get you up close and personal with many of our listed companies. And don't forget that you can find the video version of this and all our media on our CSE TV channel on YouTube. For instant notifications, subscribe to CSE TV now. Okay, so that was a, that was a really great answer, the, um, and very. Sorry, con- very it was con- a little bit too long, maybe, but it's important to know why things like that. No, happen. I, I I think our our viewers would like to hear that type of stuff, and to it, it's great for you to be able to enunciate the the differences, considering we all live here for the most part. Uh, you know, a lot of CSE investors are based out of North America, so we it's nice to be able to see what else goes on in the rest of the world, and frankly, why you're different, right? It, yes. it helps to enunciate that. Um, so let me ask you now about, you know, you've talked about a bit about like Latin America, but are there other markets that you're looking to get into, and or what are you looking to do within the next 12 months? Absolutely, and I'm glad you asked this question. Uh, We have, through some of our strategic shareholders and new partners, we have deals that we will announce in Africa, Middle East, and South Asia. As a matter of fact, this very morning I woke up to a call and an email from a very high executive from a very large South Asian telecom operator that Mm -hmm. operates the ranges from India to to you know to Singapore, mm-hmm. and they're looking at enterprise solutions, etc. So we are we have about five deals going on. Each of those deals represent uh, a partnership with a big telecom operator. I mean, a big telecom operator for us is a telco that has 50, 60 million users or more. So these are sizable because if a company has 50 million subscriber. Imagine 30% of them are business users. Mm -hmm. That's our target. And then you take, let's say, 20, 30% of that. That's our fine-tuned target. So if you have 50 million users, you have 15 million business users, and we can target at least 3, 4 million of them and catch 10% of it at the very least. That's a sizable amount. So we will announce a deal, uh, two deals in Africa. I can't mention the countries now because we haven't done the press release for it. Uh, do a very important deal. A deal in uh, Australia, I can announce that. Uh, a deal in, in South Asia, two of them. So those are already big. And something that is kind of already out there, we have signed a deal with Keller Williams, which is the largest real estate agency in the world, okay. based in the U.S. They have 180,000 real estate agent, 160,000 of them in the US. We are already integrated through a third party platform um, that Rogers Communication uses actually. And Keller Williams is going to promote digital safe. They have selected the service and essentially they're going to promote it to their real estate agents. So if you're a realtor and you need an email campaign management or a secure email or data backup, etc., 
or a password manager, mm -hmm. we will be that application. You buy it from the Keller platform, and then we get uh, a portion of that Keller Williams does and the third-party platform as well. So we will announce at least half a dozen deals that I know of today that will be quite significant. Now, the deals are announced, they're implemented, and you know we always say if we close 20% of them and they're successful, it will be amazing. Our company, financially speaking, has about 53 million shares outstanding. 60% uh, plus is management. That's right. not going anywhere. So that's so uh, about 20 million in the flow at most. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you make, um, you know, our burn rate is quite low, under a million a year by far. So when you have, you know, when you have five, 10, 20 million a year in revenue, and you spend 10% of that, the rest is profit, spread over 50, 60 million share, that's very low. Um, the other thing that we will uh, announce as well, we have started co-listing process with the OTC markets. Okay, great, um, we do a lot of stuff with them. I know, and thanks to being on the CSC, I have to admit, uh, you guys have been very helpful with us. Uh, OTC loves you guys. The CSC is actually quite a great platform. I encourage everyone here to go on that, and if you have plans to go to the US, Go to the CSE first. Team is amazing, as you know. So we have already our FINRA 211 approved. We have a ticker symbol, if I may mention it. It's a Swiss F, so S-W-I-S-F. Swiss F. Yes, it's the same as the ticker in the CSE. We were lucky enough to have the same ticker, and F for a foreign issuer. So we have a few deals panning out, and also in Mexico, going back to America Movil. Uh, we have announced already that they will impose quotas on our product, which guarantees us some sales. And I think by Q2, we will also be in another Latin American country as well. So a lot of exciting <laughs> stuff for 2020. We have been very busy building the base, and uh, we believe that the exposure to the investment community, especially to the U.S. <coughs> investment community and international community will be much greater next year as we announce the deals. Oh, that's great. Um, so you've you've kind of talked about enterprise and and the different uh, you know classes of customers, but I, and you've talked about real estate. But I'm just as I'm thinking about it, the the applications in terms of the different sectors are just like endless. You can look at technology, you could look at uh, government, you can look at lawyers, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that the world is in your oyster. That's great. Absolutely, and you have a background in technology, as we discussed before. We have about uh, twelve <laughs> verticals that we dis that we typically target: um, pharmaceutical and health. That's mm -hmm. big. Legal, financial, which includes from banking to insurance. Sure. I will even dare to say uh, some of these hot industries in the stock market. In you know that we all know about you know they have intellectual property to protect when they do extraction or plant growth etc they would need to have secure data backup in a secure email uh, manufacturing is big uh, last week we discussed uh, with Aeromexico, so airlines, airlines also anybody that has uh, essentially a computer or a device uh, that works even in a small business is a target for us, typically because we do have competition from the free services and you can't convert everyone to paid services. We always say 25% of all businesses are gonna be able to buy our product. Right, okay. On that note, um, I would like to ask you one last question. So how do we keep abreast of your information and, and how, does, how do our investors uh, you know, bookmark you or receive more information? 
Well, that's super easy. They simply have to go to our website, globexdatagroup.com, G-L-O-B-E-X-D-A-T-A-G-R-O-U-P.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are revamping our site as well. There'll be more exciting stuff happening in the next two, three months on that. We'll have a cybersecurity section to inform people about it. But they can go in there. They go to Investor. They go to News. We have a media and uh, we have a media section because we do a lot of radio interview and TV as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they have a question, they submit their question. They go through the contact and we'll be happy to answer them. Also bookmark your ticker. If you use Bloomberg or iPhone or whatever you use, SWIS uh, and follow us because we're at the ground level today. We haven't done any real marketing in terms of the financial aspect of it. We have been waiting to get the foundation of the business first straight. And uh, we are going to be very proactive to tell the world our story, especially as of next year. I also should mention that we are opening as of, I believe this month, a new office in Toronto. And also we're moving our office that we had in Seattle to New York to be close to the financial centers of both Canada and the US. Okay, that's great. Um, so thanks very much. My name is uh, Philip Shum from the CSE, and I'm here today with Alan Kiai from Globex Data, who is the founder and CEO, CSE SWIS. Thanks again. Hi, it's Grace from the CSE reminding you to make sure to follow us on social media for the latest updates on our listed companies as well as new listing alerts. For more in-depth content, be sure to pick up our free quarterly magazine, Public Entrepreneur, available online at thecse.com.